0: You know what? Where are we? We're in we're in Detroit, Michigan, downtown Detroit, Michigan. This is a beach town. That's what Some I people hear. get that, a misconception, that, but, but this is man. It's an exciting to night. Co America Park here, where the Detroit Tigers play. That is, and you know what yeah. it is? that? People in Michigan and in Detroit are loyal and great music fans. They have so crossed the board. They have been coming. What,
1: ready to Well, there have been a community. lot of
0: disparaging remarks about Detroit and the things that go on here. But this is a great city. It is. And it is still Motor City, and it is still Motown and in I my book. tell you book. What, what, was the first year we played Pine Knob? Do you remember? Uh, <coughs> 30 years ago, something oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we're downtown, and the people here, I mean, this is a great ballpark where the Tigers play. Yeah. They dropped the game today. They dropped oh, a couple to oh, the Blue yeah, Jays right. across That's the all right. border. They'll come back. Yeah. 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 But. Great park, great crowd out there, and we're getting ready to go do it. And uh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Motor Motown City. Yeah. You better have pity because we're going (laughs) to rock you tonight. You're Motown City. Motown City. Let's go.
2: Well, the year is 2012. It's the 22nd of August. And we're wasted in the north coast, no question mark about that. And I'm Amigo Schmo, Mike,
3: Mickey, Sweet tea. and we, this is part two of our, Yeah, welcome back to part two of two. We're gonna, we ended it with such a cliffhanger that we're, uh, yeah, we were just walking in to see the Comerica Park Jimmy Bucket show.
1: i all
2: Beach balls. Beach balls. party. Cool. That's right, because remember?
1: Sarah with? Remember
2: that uh, Andy's our newbie for the show? Sarah wasn't a newbie, but she to like it. <laughs> Sarah being Mike's significant other wife. His <laughs> <Those> other wife? <laughs> I started saying significant other, and I just pretended I didn't say that nicely.
3: I wanted to, before we get too far into the stadium, there's one thing that I forgot to mention outside the stadium. When we first got out of the limo and were walking on the sidewalk, this uh, homeless-looking woman grabbed Sarah by the arm and said,
1: You all look so pretty.
3: <laughs> I don't even remember that. I, I remember that. <laughs> and it just struck me because... She's probably overcome with all these floral, <laughs> tropical colors invading the city. We must have looked like a garden suddenly erupted in the in the middle of downtown. So Sarah took the it's the focal point for <laughs> everybody, all the people down there.
1: <laughs> you all, you all,
2: the president. Yeah, of the look,
0: so pretty.
2: you all look so pretty. Tell all your friends. <laughs> Tell all your people. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's that's a, that's a neat way of looking at it. All of a sudden. Like I said, Andy's walking around the streets of Detroit in a bikini, which she's always aspired to, from yeah. what I recall. Mm-hmm. yes,
1: right,
2: last time. So, tick off that. She's had that dream. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to stay. And I think we talked about the fact that we were searched, or at least our Spain four people were, uh, Yeah. Blinded. Yeah, I got
0: Wanda. We he yeah. got her so.
2: water. Our water's from my Parker Shorts pocket, but not when we went to the main floor itself. They, they checked again and said, Oh, you can't have those waters, but we have these cups for you. We poured all our drinks into these
1: oh, that's cups. So and down.
3: Now they don't want you using your bottle as a weapon. Yeah. Just like that Pat Benatar song Stop being using your bottle as a weapon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what gave everybody the idea. Yeah. <laughs> We've well, got listeners right now thinking. <laughs> what are
3: these guys talking? Yeah. Who? What? Yeah. First of all, Pat Pat, Pat Benatar, Benatar, Benatar is the
2: name. But back to uh, right back to the show. In fact, Benatar. I just ran into Joe's of Joe's Primetime Pub where we are right now, and he didn't go for second year. Of oh, Rome. really? Really? He said he was going. You go. couldn't get away. Come on! How do you not get away? No, I mean are either going to go or you're not going to go.
3: You know, it's that kind of attitude that's going to make this podcast move to a different location. Next week, In the next week. couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing, We've coincidentally, won. that golf is over yeah. with and volleyball well, is about to start. I for it to happen immediately.
2: <laughs> we might as well plug ourselves. Golf is over and who's the foreskin champion? <laughs> Champions? Yeah. They're In sitting right here. 2012, 2012, is perennial champion Joe, or almost annual champion Joe, and
3: never-before champion Mike. He hitched his wagon to a star. <laughs>
2: exactly, we had to found out whose karma. It was, it was stronger. a stronger.
3: Yeah, it was competition. Or
2: it could have just been Mike's partners. Brandon.
1: Or
2: yeah, that's true. Playing house.
1: Kids.
3: Yeah, maybe I just had a series of what? terrible partners. I just realized how noisy Duh. they are outside. Kurt,
1: is that it? coming? To? That's something. No, I said yeah. Never You're mind. It bouncing around, it's
3: bouncing right? off the wall. I thought they were outside, but well, they're actually in the main room. Yeah, I had a number of partners. Answers. Now that you mentioned it, Don, Kurt,
1: Joseph, Malenic, Monica,
2: I played with one. Yeah, and then Len and Len, and now you. <laughs> and nobody could, nobody could nobody drag could. me to the top of the mountain until I'm very Greg, proud of this until Shmo. But then again, this mm-hmm. isn't my biggest feat. The biggest feat was, oh, uh, getting Greg. Greg to be a champion. But, I mean, I've been close. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, so always a number of occasions. Great. That's a different podcast altogether. Yeah, we should have. That. Yeah.
3: Anyway, we, we made it. The stadium. In, we made it inside the stadium at around seven fifteen, as I recall. And we split up because we were in different areas.
2: Yeah, they made us.
3: Mike, Sarah, and I had a long walk to get to the to get close to the stage. I don't know how long your walk was on the. Concourse. You know, we
2: we're not that far from you. as then I saw your pictures. We were just a little bit behind you and a little bit to the left. And yeah. say with Len and Shelley since they had they were in our row. So we were kind of beside the soundboard. We um, were kind of in front of it, right? And yeah. Right we were about halfway to the left of the soundboard.
3: Halfway between the soundboard and the stage.
2: So it wasn't really that different. So yeah, we but we might have gone completely different ways, but yeah, it was a long walk.
3: And then kept kept seeing an aisle for the like uh, the first level, but it didn't have a gate that went to the ground level, so we had to keep walking to the next aisle. That didn't have an opening. Walk to the next aisle, that didn't have an opening. So we spent a long time I think walking. we got lucky. We kind of saw that happening, and we happened to pick one that had an opening.
1: Yeah, we had to walk around a bit.
3: And that's it. I don't know why we had to make this a two-parter. <laughs> we, we, well, we sat down and watched the show. The, during the, really the opening. <laughs>
2: The opening opening. Oh, you
3: got to see... The, you got to see... Ron well, you heard him as we
2: walked in. He was playing. Nah, we, we
3: heard. We didn't see it. Then. I didn't see them at all. The I, stage was empty by the time I got... Well, got we were in. getting
2: down the... Uh, he was on the screens. But I remember just looking at the screens and at the stage. <laughs> as we were walking down. Because it, they were big. Because
3: it's TV. I saw a guy at a piano. Huh. So I only... Thought there was one bad. guy, but
2: I guess there was a lot.
3: <laughs> now, we took our... Uh, our restroom break, as soon as we got inside, and I got well, some food. We food, so we ate dinner,
2: and that's why we didn't see it then. Had a thing. Had stadium oh, dog. Okay. We, went, we didn't get anything to eat.
3: Stadium dog and a water. Because oh, I had know had how, a how to party.
2: Of <laughs> we had a couple of cheeseburgers. First got, class for us all. We the brought way. in our own water, so I don't know
3: if <laughs> Jeez. Excuse Now you're just she's showing she's off. She's forcing it. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, it was an awfully long wait. For uh, for anything to happen, once we sat down, wasn't yeah it? yeah
2: because by the time we did get our seats, these, these opening yeah they had just gone. ended and we had to wait a while before mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. And they they had set the stage for Lionel, and uh, and Lionel was it was kind of cool to say up we saw Lionel Richie. I didn't have to go see him.
3: I was surprised how many songs I recognized. because <laughs> I you know I really don't know much about Lionel Richie. I don't have any of his albums or anything. It's just in the ether. And oh. I was surprised that I recognized pretty much every song. There were there was like one, one or two songs that I didn't know, but everything else. Yeah. But you know, the, I recognized the, the crowd. Kind of got into it from what I. Oh, done. the crowd was loving it. The two women on either side of me were dancing like fiends. Oh, wow. One of whom was Mike's wife yeah. on my left, and then there was this other brunette on my right that was doing this interpretive dance for like. The whole, the entire. And she knew all the words. Yeah. For every song. She knew. She was, she was singing, was singing along. Songs. She had a. She had dance moves for every lyric. It seemed like, and and I kept thinking like, oh great, she's here for Lionel, and she's gonna be like dead weight when the Buffett concert starts. Yeah. And she was dancing for Buffett too. So that night must have been the greatest night of her life. Yep. Her top two artists of all time. Yeah, all apparently. Time. Uh, and... Yeah. And uh, halfway through the Lionel Richie concert, she leans over to the... The brunette on my right leans over to Sarah and says, they don't understand. They just don't get it. And they continue doing their their interpretive dance. That's about the time that I started videotaping them. If you look at my video, I'm panning between them because I couldn't get them both in the same shot. Because they were just... They were doing these dance moves on either side of me. (laughs) (laughs) They don't understand. And, uh... The, the one on the brunette on my right was uh, um, doing these moves where she'd like reach out and like she was grabbing something. She'd reach out and snatch at something. She kept doing that over and over again. And I, after a while, I figured out that that's probably her aerobic routine. And she's just doing her <laughs> aerobic routine with Lionel Richie. But she did it for the entire thing. And Lionel was out a lot longer than I thought he would be.
2: Yeah. He did a lot. And uh,
3: He was found I, out later. i embarrassed
2: to say I knew every note.
3: That was played. And I'm actually going, hey,
2: play Penny Lover. You know, stuff he didn't play.
3: I found out afterwards that he played for 65 minutes. I didn't think it was that long, but I knew it was longer than the 20 than minutes than I, I, I assumed to. he was going to do. Yeah, I didn't think it was that long either. It was 65. All, yeah, the, so all the newspaper articles said
2: it was 65 minutes. It's some Commodore stuff, and his band seemed so to be okay. But he had a completely different stage setup. And Buffett sold that. Yeah, it was really it took stripped a long time mm-hmm. for them to get ready. It was really
3: stripped down his uh, his stage thing, and he didn't have any kind of backdrop. It was just a green screen. Yeah. With some trees on either side.
2: But I mean, the whole the whole thing is that it's not like he did his act with Buffett's bands. And yeah. up there. No, they had to bring in all the equipment. Yeah. So there's not there was cars. a ton of roadies out there. Yep. Taking care I think of it was longer
3: between Lionel and Jimmy than it was between Roddy Romero and Lionel, and it was pretty <laughs> long between. Roddy and Lionel So I, so I, I was reading late. Uh, I was reading the Buffett News Discussion board afterwards The, the set list thread With a live comment to the concert And there were a lot of comments About how uh, people couldn't Stay up that late and they were bailing out Because oh, Radio Margarita was just Playing songs, they didn't broadcast Lionel Richie's Concert, so they were just playing Songs Oh, oh, really? Until uh, until after Lionel Richie, then they cut into the PA system, so they were playing the songs that we were hearing in the stadium were being broadcast on Radio Margaritaville. So it was it was a long wait if you were listening on on Radio Margaritaville. Yeah, heck yeah. Because I don't think our concert started till like nine forty five. I thought it was like ten o'clock because they said he played for two hours and he was he played till after midnight. Yeah, so if he tuned in at... You know, 10 after 8, thinking the concert was going to yeah, start. Yeah. On the <laughs> what the? Silence your phone. So, any more preliminary stuff, or should we dive into the set list? Well, did well, we talk about the, uh, we did the know, uh, volleyball chick that sat in front of me? Yeah, she did show up. Yeah, she showed up ahead of time. I was worried. There was this one guy right in front of me whose head was just... His bald head was blocking Jimmy perfectly, or Jimmy's microphone. So I was just about to complain, and then Mike leads over to me and goes, What the fuck? <laughs> and points to the woman in front of him, yeah. and she's this Amazon. I just saw her in the video. Directly in front of me. I mean, like, like her head was right there where Jimmy's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Her shoulders were where Jimmy would be. Yeah, I was complaining because the guy's head was blocking Jimmy. Her torso was blocking Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, I've got you've got photos.
2: It's uh, I'm not kidding. This chick was this. She was big,
3: and she was a volleyball player. We know this because she was expert at fielding the, the beach volleyball. So oh, yeah, okay. beach balls, beach balls. She, was like, Man.
2: she didn't whiff. Of course, your, your yeah. wife Sarah she completely whiffed. had they get a text from Mike, and, and I thought it was funny. Just Sarah served a beach ball to herself and whiffed <laughs> that, that, that. Yeah, like yeah. a big wind <laughs> up and we just
3: just didn't even hit the ball <laughs>
2: just fell. but, but of. remember the woman in no. front of
3: you was really fielding those ball, those beach balls yeah and
2: she was she was cranking them like almost up to the stage yeah and, and, and
3: the cool thing was it would, it would catch like an updraft and then go for another five or ten, ten rows right. it was wait. amazing and she was, like, hitting them at this one guy. This guy was kind of, like, baiting her to kind of mm-hmm. hit towards him. And she would do it and, like, come close to hitting him. Yeah. But she control those things. And, uh, and he was really impressed. He goes, hey, you play volleyball? And the woman next to her says, yeah, yeah, she does. But the Amazon was too shy to uh, make any claims. But it was pretty obvious she plays volleyball. And then she tried to really wail on it again and ended up hitting the guy a couple rows in front of us squarely in the back of the head. <laughs> Get to feel and then she immediately sat down and hid in the crowd as well as she could. That's pretty funny. That must have been a shock for that guy, though. Wham! Have a volleyball hit in the back of the head. Oh, trying. and the, there was the guy behind us that was just so amused by these these beach balls landing on people. He would just break out in peals of laughter like it was the first time it had happened. It got really annoying after a while. It was so yeah, he would just, honest to God, belly laughs every time a beach ball would land by him. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I spent most of the show like, peering around you know, with the big tall <laughs> volleyball chick.
1: Like, <laughs> to Jimmy,
2: well, let's or, see, like looking up at the well, screen. While Mike was peering along, what was playing?
3: Let's well, see. the first song, first Buffett song, as we know, as we expected, was One Particular Harbor. And uh, Jimmy added the line, Down in the Is Michigan Sunshine. Good intro, I like that song. Oh yeah, we finally got to the intro, because we uh, we were talking about how we didn't know what the intro was, and now we finally got to see it, and it was on the video screens, so it wasn't like that big a deal. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're not going to spoil it, though, in case you're headed to the shows. And the But the video looked good, the big screen back there? Mm-hmm. That was cool.
1: Yeah. Good stage setup,
3: Second song was "You'll Never Work in This Business Again," and uh, Jimmy started off by saying this was the day after the Olympics opening ceremony, and he was saying that the, the Olympics, Olympics.
0: Yes, they're in London tonight, but the party's in Detroit.
3: And he also changed the lyric, going back to my Michigan friends. Never cared much for that song. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of the song. The <laughs> next it's song. Lead. The next song, Jimmy introed by talking about uh, Motor City and Motown City. And Mike got worried because he thought, here comes the Motown song. I really expected it. But it was another Saturday night. Which I was very happy with. Yes. It's one of my favorites. Great song. Next track, next next track. Next song was "Gypsies in the Palace," and Jimmy did the poetry intro without any background music, which I thought was odd. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Mister Utley was sitting there looking at Jimmy and never bothered to play anything on the keyboard. So, like the very end, when when Jimmy kind of realized, "I'm out here alone." Well, it seemed like he was trying to move things along quicker, like he's behind schedule or something like that. So he's just going on. And he also did the line um,
0: We gotta find someone to clean this up The tigers are coming back to town
3: Which is kind of funny Because they actually did have to clean everything up Because the tigers were coming back to town Exactly song after that was Son of a Son of a Sailor And that's when uh, Jimmy noticed the smell of astroturf In the air Which is odd because it's natural grass On the field
0: People that may have come down from up up north and from Mackinac Island, up from the Upper Peninsula, welcome in. What is that smell? You know, I don't know. I just don't know. Well, I guess they don't smell that at the ballpark when the ball team's here. No. Smells like a rock show to me. <laughs> a rock show?
3: Yes, I remember that. That was fun. I didn't. We smelled. What well, we were smelling was skunk. What was that? it smelled like skunk weed? It was like it, it was not like the normal asters. Yeah, it smelled like skunk. It was bad smelling. So skunk, Everybody's cool. growing their own these days. Yeah, whatever. Oh man. So I don't. I don't think hard. I've smelled grass that smelled like skunk. I kept thinking, oh, it's a Canadian you know, beer. Somebody opened up a Canadian I, beer. I've I noticed was, that at the
2: old stuff too. I think everybody's just growing their own. It's skunk. It's weed. Yeah.
3: Song after that was Jamaica Mistake, and that's when Jimmy introed Earl Klug, Detroit's uh, resident and well I don't know if he's a resident, but born and in I Detroit. Think he's a resident. And plays beautiful guitar, acoustic guitar. And uh I think he should have stayed
1: out there for a while. Yeah, I,
3: I think he should have I don't and he also played Come Monday, which is the next song. And I you know he we could have spent more time out there. Yeah, and he could have had like longer solos because I thought what he was doing was great. Yeah. It sounded great, even yeah. even through the stadium speakers. I mean, in the, within the stadium, it sounded great. Yeah, I got so too. jimmy intro come monday by when saying when did
0: that, he had to cut about 10 hits out of his his show and i get to do all 2.5 of mine up here so
3: song after that was changes in latitudes changes in attitudes and we got to see video of all the shenanigans shenanigans outside and i just saw that uh, somebody put the video of that on youtube so i'll probably link to that Oh, cool. The video of the video. Oh, cool. The next song was Swingin' Hula Girl. So what did you guys think hearing Swingin' Hula Girl Live uh, for the be first honest, time?
2: She's Annie's kinda out of condition right now. I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I went to sleep. Full blown snoring sleep during this song. Yeah, you know I remember hearing the beginning of it, I remember being just tired, it was a long day. Whatever it's documented in both parts of it. And I, I didn't get a nap that I wanted to schedule, and uh, this was my nap, this song. I don't particularly like the song. I, I know. You
3: know, when I heard it on one of the other recordings, I liked it. I thought I was kind of looking forward to it. I figured I enjoyed it at that, at that time. But it kind of lost me, too, at the, at the show. I mean, I, I didn't like it.
2: When I heard it live... Yeah. I can't say I hate the song because uh,
3: I slept okay. <laughs> it didn't disturb me, but I was hurt. I, yeah, do I, I don't know why it's in the service. I didn't mind it. I liked it. I mean, there's sometimes some of the concerts I've listened to where I could skip it, but uh, I didn't mind it. I thought it was good. And I also liked the fact that the dancing brunette to my right was still dancing along to it. So even she approved of it. She's a swinging hula <laughs> girl. And next song was Knee Deep, and that really woke the crowd up. That as soon as they heard really woke me up. As soon as they heard Zach Brown, the crowd really erupted, and they really responded to Toes, which was played. The, uh, the the recording of it was played before the concert, yes. and they really they really responded to that too. It's has good fun. I like it. I bought the uh, the new. Yeah, so I. And uh, I have not been taken by it. I keep looking for something like one or two of these songs on this
2: on that new record, and nothing's just out. There's a couple of different kind of songs on that record. Yeah,
3: you could you could tell they're going for that, but
2: nothing. That, that trombone me. shorty song featuring yeah. trombone shorty. it doesn't sound like Zach Brown at all. I mean, it's, he's not singing. This other guy's singing and it's Oh, really? He, or he's, he's not he's part of the song. I don't oh. know if it's a duet or whatever. That's strange for him to ask. seed the microphone on his own album. He'd probably sing that, but it's not a country song at all. Not at all. Well, I, still, not.
3: I still owe it, I guess, to to them. To, so this is only 3 Yeah. Right. At Amazon. I well, bet it's not still three ninety-nine. dollars no, like like a day a, thing or yeah. a week thing. But you're right, there's none of these songs. Yeah, but I I kind of digress there. I, I, I was kind of mm-hmm. looking for something like these songs on that new record, and I, I have not found that. But I do
2: enjoy these songs
3: And I like them at the show Next song after Knee Deep was Volcano And that had an amusing intro As well
0: Mr. Mike Utley was so keen to pick up the scent Of a rock show earlier tonight Perhaps you can tell us If there's any sulfuric Kind of vapors out there That might detect volcanic activity In the great state of Michigan This evening Mm, Well, uh, I don't know You don't know But wait a minute, wait a minute I do smell a little sulfur Oh, that's what that was That was, yes, yes, sulfur
3: Half the volcano Quickly following on the heels of volcano Was Cheeseburger And you got to hear the uh, Land of a Thousand Dances Intro, live Yeah, Yeah, the one they've been doing Mike's nodding. I don't know if that's going to pick up. Uh, microphones are going to pick <laughs> it up.
1: True.
2: Yeah. I agree.
3: No, oh, that was that was cool. I like, I like doing stuff like that.
2: I'm all for that.
3: Then it was intermission time. Jimmy left the stage and Nadira took over to sing Queen of Somewhere Hot. And this was the first time that I sat down. Yeah. You know, Not the last minor. time, but the first time. No, it wasn't down. the first time, coming, but... It was kind of ill-timed, I think, uh... They lost a lot of the crowd then.
2: Well, it was like either that or an intermission.
3: So Yeah, that's what, that's the way I feel about it. It's either that or just staring at a blank stage for well, I don't mind, seven minutes, I don't mind, eight minutes. I'd like I like deer I mean I, I just think the song there could have been a better selection. She could well, yeah,
2: <laughs> that song is
3: special to me in other ways. <laughs> <laughs> so not Queen of Somewhere Hot. Queen yeah, Queen of, of Summer Hot. Then the acoustic power trio or whatever their name is, I can't remember the name that they gave themselves, they came on stage, the trio that's like five or six people, yeah, yeah and they kicked into Piece of Work, and I thought that uh, Mac sounded great singing that. He mm-hmm. really growled his way through it. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I enjoyed it. This <laughs> is when
2: I really perked up, because I must have started falling asleep during the Adira
3: and uh next song is pencil thin mustache i
0: like this porch singing on a saturday night in downtown detroit you got a big porch well that is a, that is an incredible observation man huge this porch. is a big ass porch out
1: there
3: and um i also never noticed that when john lovell does his solo it's backed up on bass by Jim Mayer. They're playing, they're playing the same music. They're playing the same solo on bass and horn. I never noticed that before. Play it, That was kind of cool. I didn't notice that so at all. And when Jimmy said, jump right up and show your age... I had to stand. I couldn't sit through the entire song, so I stood up <laughs> <laughs> and showed my size as well as my age. <laughs> so was the dancing girl up and dancing? Stand? Uh, no. I thought. I think that she sat down too. It was. It was pretty obvious after Queen of Somewhere Hot that everybody was sitting and. To tell you the truth, I really didn't mind. <laughs> yeah,
1: it actually, at that
3: point in the show, I was—I didn't mind sitting down. Yes, absolutely.
1: Because
3: we'd been standing all through the Lionel Richie show. We didn't stand in between the concerts, the separate sets, but still. Um, after pencil Thin mustache was the acoustic version of Southern Cross, and remember when I was asking if the crowd's gonna, you know, jump up to their feet during an acoustic version of Southern Cross? I have to admit, I had trouble staying on my feet. Yeah, I liked it, but yeah, it's surprising that it's in the acoustic side. Yeah, I don't think I really... I don't think the, the crowd really stood up till they got to the chorus, the big sing-along chorus. But I, I was thinking that as soon as they kicked in, people would start standing up, and nope, they were too used to sitting down by then. And then the next song was Mermaid in the Night. This is, this is one that could be deleted. Oh, yes, this is, this is yeah. probably the low point of the second half. I thought this song was really badly placed because it took them a while to reset the stage from the acoustic part back to the full band part. And everybody's thinking, okay, here it goes. We're going to kick into high gear now. The full band's out. And then they played Mermaid in the Night. And I thought it was a real miscalculation. Yeah. They really should have played Mermaid in the Night along with Queen of Somewhere Hot or something like that. Or played, played it right after Cheeseburger and then go to Queen of Somewhere Hot and then do the acoustic set. It, it did not fit following the acoustic set. The, uh, Jimmy won back everybody, though, by the next song, which was Margaritaville. Everybody was on their feet for that and singing along. And he introduced Shane Bardier uh, playing conga. And there was another guitarist on stage. I'm thinking it was Roddy Romero. I have no idea. Does he play guitar? Because there was another guitar player with uh, Madeira and, and Tina. Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't.
1: I don't notice. Yeah, he was, really, he was
3: really putting on the guitar moves, too. He was, like, pretending to be Pete Townsend or something. Pretending to be a rock god. You didn't see him? I didn't notice him. Oh, you know?
1: He said who it was. Who was it?
3: No, oh,
2: wait, 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 wait. Yeah, this was when Badier, Shane Baddier was there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is, is it in the is it in the set list? No. I mean, uh, in the no, set because list. he didn't Jimmy
3: say anything about when he walked no. off. I don't remember that. I, thought he did. I don't think he's in the li- in the set list. I've better read it. Soon. The official set list. This I'm looking at my own set list. So. And Jimmy did a shout out to all
0: Little Caesars. It's a parrot pleaser.
3: Which is probably, you know, just for Mike Illich's...
1: Yeah, since, he, um,
3: yeah, since his organization were the, were the ones that talked him into performing at America Park. song after that was Pirate Looks at 40. I really got a kick out of, uh, out of Jimmy's Toast. He took. A, he had some wine before the song and took a sip of wine and it toasted us by saying, "arg," and a bunch of people around us immediately responded, "arg." It was pretty cool. I was hoping it might show up on the uh, Radio Margaritaville broadcast, but I can't really tell.
0: I think I'm going to start drinking now. Is that all right? I will never catch up with y'all, but, hell, I had to remember all the goddamn words, you know? So, uh, hang on a second. I believe a pirate toast is in order to the great city of Detroit, Michigan. Always Motown, always Motortown.
1: Argh!
3: And I thought that Jimmy noticed it too, because he kind of looked up. Yeah. As he was setting his wine glass down, he kind of glanced at the crowd. And I thought he, uh, he heard us do argh back at him. Actually, it wasn't me. I, I, I wasn't quick enough to respond. The song after that was 5 o'clock somewhere. That had, an, that had an amusing intro, too.
0: We've had so much fun today with uh, Roddy Romero and Lionel and the Coral Reefers that I have lost track of time. Professor Udley, keeper of time, keeper of the universe, could you help me out here? Or should we make? Yes. Matt, let me do something. OK, <laughs> Yo,
1: let, let back, I've been holding let back Matt do
0: something. Well, Mac, do something, for God's sake. I know what time it is. I know exactly what time it is. Oh, pray tell, hark, what time might it shall be? It is five o'clock somewhere.
3: Then after that was the pairing of Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw and All Night Long. Jimmy did the uh, story again. And I didn't think he did as good a job as telling the story as he'd done before. But anyway. Why don't we get drunk and screw all night long? Yeah. And uh, when they did All Night Long, I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was the best version of that song I've heard. Bringing Lionel Line just added so much energy. And I thought the the Coral Reefers really responded and did an amazingly kick-ass version of that song. I loved
2: it. I that's a, it's a good good time good to say, again, the band is just, we're so lucky. The band is stellar. They've been around so long. They sound great. And, yeah, they did that song great. It was the second time we heard it that night. Yeah the first time I heard it was with Lionel and his band with Jimmy mm-hmm. but this was better yeah way better that yeah, was Fuller and everything yeah. yeah
0: come on and sing my song everybody
2: but yeah, Roddy Romero was in the band intro, the intros, so it was probably
3: him. Well, not necessarily. been thanking him for being a part of the show. So I'm just assuming it was Roddy Romero. There was another thing that I forgot, speaking of that side of the stage, there was one really funny thing that I saw, and I can't remember what song it was, but Madeira, Tina, and Peter were trading microphones. They were, like, doing musical microphones. They moved to, um, what would it be, stage Right. No, it would be House right. They'd move, they'd move over and, and do like the next... They'd sing into the next microphone over, and then Peter would run over to Tina's microphone and sing into her microphone, and they'd, do like a, they'd just there do was, a circle. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I, I, I caught it by accident, but I can't remember what song it was, and I thought it was funny because it was one of those songs where they had to... Maybe like Volcano, where they have to do an I Don't Know... And uh, they do the I don't know in whatever microphone they were closest to, but it wasn't volcano. I'm just using it as an example. And I thought it was really funny at the very the last time they had to do a little bit of vocal. Tina sang it into the microphone that was pointing at Eric Darkin's conga. Oh yeah, yeah. She just kind of she like stuck her face in into the microphone and sang her part, and then went back to her normal microphone. They're just having fun. Yeah, it was great yeah, entertaining them. But I bet I bet that's so rehearsed they do it every time they do that particular song. But still, it was funny to see. Yeah, you wonder how that started. I'm a goof. Yeah, and they probably <laughs> the do it every concert during that. that song. But I just I got a kick out of it because it looked like they were having fun. Unfortunately, I can't remember what song it was. It was early in the concert, though. It was it was during the first half. I know it was during the first half. <laughs> maybe even during the first quarter. Anyway, after the all-night-long break, the band came back out for Bama Breeze, and then band intros, and then Jimmy introduced Brown-Eyed Girl.
0: But it's summertime, and it will continue till the Lions start playing football and the Tigers get into the World Series.
3: So if that's the case, summer's gonna last a really, really long time.
2: (laughs) Unless things turn around. (laughs)
3: And the last song, as we already knew, was Thins. Uh, and Jimmy screwed up the lyrics. He did the uh, three days on a boat twice. He did oh, the three days the on side. a boat verse twice. Yeah,
2: he did. Or did part of it, because he... Yeah.
3: He yes. took a boat twice instead of taking a, a plane and a boat. Train, <laughs> a boat, whatever it was. Yeah. No, I noticed that, too. I noticed the mess up. Because I'm starting to... Wait, wait. Do I have this wrong?
2: What? what's on. But yeah, no little acoustic song to end it.
3: Yeah. yeah. As we he's expected. Like, yeah, he's been doing that our... this tour. However, one of the last shows, he did come out for an acoustic song. See, it's probably timing though, because he'd already been on for two hours. It was past midnight.
2: Yeah, he probably, probably had told... to get off in line. It took forever. They took forever to change the sets for the,
3: the bands. I thought there was a curfew, to be honest. I've mm-hmm. never seen the show go that long. Yeah, we were so worried about that, that. The longer it took for Jimmy to come on, we're thinking, oh my God, we're going to get like a half-hour concert. I wonder if he got
1: any flack for
3: that or if he didn't pay any kind of fines or whatever. That, I thought it was a Well, oh, baseball games go
2: way past that. I know. Since like I was like there, too. rock and
3: roll concert. Yeah. There the was a the
2: show that the, the my thoughts or there was not, I guess the special thing was having Lionel out there for All Night Long. Other than that, it was the same old thing, you know, there was nothing special, some lyrics and stuff, nothing really special for being Kiberka Park. And the extra special was thing was having Lionel there. Yeah. For his set and also for our opening set. So it, it was cool, and yeah, it wasn't really?
3: the Motown music, so I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> I never expected he Oh, I, I really, really didn't. Did. I really didn't. I never expected it to be a special Motown. But sometimes. the time to do it would have been letting Nadira do it, you know? the Adira yeah. do some of the Motown and then get the crowd worked up. The crowd might have liked it. I would, would have been cool if we had special guests. Like I guess we did. With yeah, we
2: did. no clue, but, you know, like uh, um, Kid Rock or something.
3: <laughs> Screw <laughs> that. I would have laughed in protest. <laughs> That's it. Jimmy's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So there wasn't anything, but you know, it was, it was different. There was that difference to it in the, the whole event, the whole day long, thing. I, I enjoyed it. That's what I was telling, them. because Joe here said, uh, I heard people went there, it, was, it wasn't that great of a show. I'm like, well, it wasn't really about the show. I don't know what they didn't like. But it's not uh, how you could
3: say it wasn't that great. Of a- it was a, it was a it was great me. show. It was like, uh, I don't know, what's not to like. This was better than average. But I, liked yeah. I liked it. Well, I liked it better than last had year's. because I, I, I had problems with last year's set list because I thought last year's set list was really dead the second half of it because of God's Own Drunk. It just it just yeah. it just yeah. weighted the show down so much. But I thought this set list was really yeah friend, well done friend, except for the Mermaid in the Night thing. In friend of the show,
2: while he was talking, about, he played some kind of folksy blues song last year. Right but this God's Own Drunk. <laughs> he yeah. didn't know the song he doesn't know that song and plus yes he had stock you know he, uh, he had some good taste in music some. You know, uh, he wasn't just bandwagon but you know, the, the greatest hits necessarily but he doesn't know all the stuff he admits it but he also commented he also sent a me message because he, he, he heard last week's podcast uh, the last week's podcast oh. we can't rip it, yeah we? about the zero gravity chairs and stuff. yeah yeah he just said, uh, "I just listened to the, listened to, the, listened to the show. Now I'm no- notorious." <laughs> so, but yeah, I had uh, made new friends. It was a good day. The little ride
3: good. Yeah, how <laughs> yeah, was your little ride home? Oh, I, my
2: battery was dead.
3: Your phone battery? Yeah, that's right. Oh, the car battery. Oh, car battery. Oh, man. Well, we
2: were telling you, I never did start. At Michigan games, I made sure I start the car because I can't shut off the lights anymore. You have to, after about 10 minutes, they shut off. But if you keep opening doors, it just resets it so it stays on most of the day. Mm. And then we got back to the car. I just opened up the trunk and we were talking and eating some food and stuff. I never started the car. So now will hug leaves and everything. I go. Everybody's left. Nobody's in that lot. Nothing. And then I call Hug, and he came back. And then we had um, jumper cables, and he didn't have any. We get jumper cables across the fence there. Where am I facing my, my car with? They some some young girls had some jumper cables in a little thing that his her dad gave her. <laughs> those little <case laughs> that had like little flares. good she for it. Yeah, it was a cute little
1: thing. Yeah. <laughs> first time I've ever was been like, used. It
2: like this big. I can't get them on. I mean, sure, so I'm just going on the nuts and bolts. I can't get them on the whole terminal. <laughs> and we started the car and then for two weeks my car would go like... Uh, uh, start and finally dead. Two weeks later I don't know why I waited and then uh, Annie helped me get the battery. And wow. day, had, uh, put it in so it just... It killed my battery. 40,000 miles or whatever on the car. and. Uh, oh. I had to go get a new one, because the show. <laughs> oh, but, you know, hey, it was going to happen, obviously, sooner or later, because it won't recharge. Something was on its way out. But I would, every time I start my car, though, it would forget settings, like, the radio settings, everything. It was, like, mm. with oh, wow. dead and then started. With dead and started. So many times I started my car. I said, you know, I should buy some jumper cables. you know, maybe I just should go get a new battery. No, I waited mean, until he completely died. <laughs> he didn't have any
3: jumper cables. It'll stay on top of things. She had jumper cables. She had an extra set. So, anyway,
2: if there was awake, she'd say, I pulled in the driveway. And she goes, You do park in the street because you're going to block us all. And this car starts there. I said, It'll be okay. And I'm like, quick. She had to turn her car around to jump me. Shit <laughs> all around my backyard. <laughs> in the grass. That was
3: funny. But now it's starting to change.
1: champ. Yeah, Hud
3: called. We, we knew that your your battery had died, because he was calling us to be sure that we had a ride home. Because we didn't we lost contact with one of the others, so we didn't know where the limo was gonna be. Yeah, you were you were trying to contact them yeah. during the show. We sending texts all all during the show. And I would send. I would ask, you know, where do we meet the limo, or where is the limo going to be? And they would like respond, but they wouldn't answer my question. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You know, they'd ask me another question. I said, but where will the limo be?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I never did hear until so we found we were walking out there at the very end. Hey, we I said to meet over by uh, after. Yeah, after after the uh, concert, I went looking for that exclusive Detroit T-shirt, yeah. the one with the tiger and the parrot, and uh, they didn't have my size. Damn them! But the guy said, "Oh, I think the other place might have it." So we went to the other concession stand. They didn't have it either. But Mike got one. Mike yeah. was able to get an orange oh. shirt, but I didn't get mine. And then we finally got onto the sidewalk, and and um, I think I think. That's when you found out that we'd be meeting at Chelly's Chili. So we went over there, and I tried to do a uh, tailgate podcast using my phone. I didn't have my recorder because it was in the limo. And so Mike and I just did a uh, tailgate podcast and didn't really have much to say. This is our tailgate podcast, apparently, just you and me. Standing outside of Chelly's Chili Bar uh, in 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 downtown Detroit. We've downsized (laughs) <laughs> review podcast. I I am so worn out by today that I, I really don't even know I, I don't even have an opinion of, of the show <laughs> but I figured I figured I should record something just for the sake of it. That was the Bookie's bus Bookie's Farm Girl bus I believe just drove by. You know it was a good show but I, uh, I still from where we were sitting I couldn't tell how the crowd was getting into it. I want to hear the uh, the replay. Yeah, we were uh, just talking about it. Acoustically, we couldn't. Uh, I don't know if we were like in some kind of dead zone, but just as far as audience went, we could hear the we could hear the music. Fine, that was great. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. everything. But audience response, it was really strange. We could only hear like like a dozen people around us cheering and clapping. Yeah, there's a huge stadium of people behind us. Yeah, but we can't hear them. Either they weren't, either we couldn't hear them, or they weren't making any noise. I assume we couldn't hear them. I assume that our ears were being overwhelmed with a heck of a lot of speakers hanging off that stage. Yeah, that should be it. So we're trying to uh, we're we're out here waiting for our ride to show up, trying to get a ride. We're supposed to be meeting people outside of Chelly's but they're not here.
1: Still no response either.
3: And Hud's asking if we're okay for a ride. I can't answer. So. <laughs> Keep looking for a little. Here's a white one. That's not us. And of course, Sarah's inside. She's Oh, here. She Oh, What? She's quietly charging it. I was more concerned about where the hell the little was going to be. And uh, Sarah went into Chelly's Chili to use the restroom and... Came back with uh, some Motrin. Well, she had the, she came out first and asked for money.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. She asked
2: somebody for
3: Motrin, or for aspirin, and they charged her. They said... Uh, It'll be a dollar. Yeah, a dollar. So she came out that, because she didn't have any money on her. So she asked me for money, and then went back in
2: and bought, like, Motrin.
3: Yeah, just just two pills, just, just two pills. tablets in her palm. Not in oh, the, not yeah, all not all not a little packet hey, or anything. I'm no, like, it was in her yeah, palm.
2: From, from somebody in a bar! one of the cherries and, and ask
3: somebody for Yeah, them well that's what we thought it's like how do you know what that is yeah. and, and she took it and then what, did she take it in the limo or it took limo. it on the sidewalk yeah we, uh, we saw a limo come up to the curb to the corner so we went over there and it was our limo luckily so we got in the limo and uh, Sarah takes the pills from going off great now she's going to be tripping on ecstasy yeah yeah the movies, movies, movies what the hell those things are <laughs> And then she starts complaining that she's feeling terrible. Yeah. So I'm going, oh, we got to find a rave to drop her off at. That'll make her feel better. <laughs> but then, then she finally admitted that she didn't get it just from somebody. She got it from the bathroom attendant. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's better than... She probably saw the bottle or something. Yeah, that's, that's why there was a charge. I guess it was part of the tip for the bathroom attendant. So, I mean, I was thinking that she just ran into yeah, somebody. Some patron <laughs> or yeah. But no, it... it it's slightly better than that. I don't know how much better. Slightly better. Yeah, not much better. But yeah, then the rest of the ride was pretty unventful. It was quiet. It was yeah, very quiet. To work out. Mike got to listen to Kid Rock instead of Buffett on the way home. Yeah.
0: Because John likes Rock I mean, playing.
2: But I did weasel
3: into playing Roger. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> Mick cook up his. Up his some, uh, yeah, I, I, right. I had erased all the music on my phone to make room for my photos and video, but I was able to connect to my home computer, and I streamed Roger from my home computer oh, to my cool. phone. At the risk of the Radio Margaritaville recording I was doing at the same time. But here I'm thinking So we um, listened to Unita canti- Cantina. He'll grab these guys, you know, you know like Roger, they just said think about it. Yeah, major. I think do you know, too good they were pissed off that... We can't run. to But that was about it. We got home. Mike was the only one to give a tip to Arthur, as far as I know. Yeah, and nobody else. Because I, I ran out of cash. I just felt bad. I, I, I hate when I the have drunk things. people all night long. You know? I know, I
2: feel so bad. I just want to tip and nobody else tip it. I just hate that. I know exactly. Same thing with me going but out. But refused. He just, he I mean, he 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 for
3: said... For lunch. I forced it on him. He wouldn't take it at first. I, I pretty much... Look man. So maybe,
2: maybe it was maybe they didn't pay him in a part of the bill or something. Yeah, the company yeah, pays him. he's on the company. No account. no, but maybe they put tip onto the bill Oh maybe. Could be. But uh they do more and more of that now just for taxes too, they then, then uh
3: that's that's close to the end of our story yeah, as the music fades out. Mike the Mike drove yeah, drove us back.
2: Back to his house. Um and Slipped they got on. into sober judges all day yeah. long. I paced
3: myself so well that I didn't even need to use the restroom when we got to Mike's house. Didn't even yeah. need to use his bathroom. Just I'd hopped in my car before. and drove home. The only it thing took a 45-minute like... drive to go yeah. home. Of course, I had to pee miserably when I got to my house, but still. Yeah. I
2: paced it's myself obsessed. well. I needed <laughs> a nap during the tailgate. All I needed was a little 10-minute nap. And I would have been better. But otherwise, I was fine. Drove home. We slept in... Got up, got some stuff, made a shitload of brunch, pigged out, and went back to sleep for a couple hours <laughs> in the afternoon. And it was a beautiful day.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't even remember. I spent the day copying my pictures and videos <laughs> I over. A,
2: I had an episode of Cops Happen at Night, but I'll <laughs> so,
3: well, go into so that story. We have, we have to end have this. this stuff that'll be <laughs> next part three. Come on, we have to end this on a, with a bang.
2: Hold on, I'll end it with uh, all in all. It was a Buffety day. Oh,
3: now you gotta say it, say over it again. again. Oh, wait, wait, all.
2: wait, 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 wait. Okay. Wait for it. All in all, it was a Buffety day.
3: Oh, so crap, was... the recorder stopped. <laughs> <laughs> when you live on the North Coast to manage
1: your time, you get to the best of three months, but you gotta live through the night.
3: Best life on the
0: North Coast Wasted away on
3: the North Coast So, uh, any final thoughts? He kind of alluded to possibly playing there again next year, right? Yeah, he, he said something, yeah. something like you can count on it or yeah. something like that.
1: Thank you again, everybody. Drive home.
3: Is he going to actually play yeah, American Park again? He's not know. played Wrigley or uh, Fenway again. I don't know if he's I, he got such a warm welcome from Olympia Entertainment this year that I, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they talk him into it again next year. Or did I say this last time? Wally was surmising and I was like maybe something
2: is up. I'm sure he was being like wine and dine by the Illiches. Oh sure. And I'm wondering if you know could we could we have our hopes up for like a casino involvement here because the Illiches are involved or some Foxtown involvement? is pushing for a lot of those parking lots for this future site for the next ice arena.
3: Yeah, that would be cool. And maybe a Margaritaville.
2: Yes, and maybe maybe Margaritaville at least in the new Foxtown with Hockey Town Cafe. You got the Fox Theater. You got the you had the arena and he turns it all into like that like uh, like we saw in Glendale. I
3: like it. Well, he... Uh, one, of the, one
2: of the restaurants is Margaritaville. I can see
3: that. They're talking about a Margaritaville in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yeah. Just announced. And... Um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, no. Wait a second. It got approval. I'm looking at the wrong story. Yeah, there's the one in Cincinnati that we talked about before. But now there's going to be a Margaritaville in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And um, the rumor is... Jesus. The rumor is that... Uh, the rumor is that uh, Jimmy's going to Australia in September. Because the, the Margarillas were mentioning on uh, Twitter, I think, that they had to get their passports ready, hint, 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 dot, dot, dot. But I'm thinking, well, September, he goes to Paris, so that's not that big a deal. But now they're, they're hinting that he might be going to Australia. And I wonder if he's going to do New Zealand, too, because he still owes New Zealand some shows. That's right. I didn't see any mention of New Zealand, but maybe... And also, as far as I'm doing an impromptu uh, Gospel from the Coast, did you guys see the, uh, the Jesse Winchester tribute album? Yeah. No, I didn't. I'm at leisure? Yeah. But I'd be interested in this. Yeah, Jimmy organized it. It's through Mailboat Records. It's not available on CD till the end of September, but it's available as a digital download on iTunes, so you can buy it right now. Oh, wow. And I did before I found out that it's going to be a CD, so now i got to buy it twice. Uh, <laughs>
1: Sucker.
3: Yeah, exactly. But the email I got said exclusively at iTunes, so I thought, okay. But they meant exclusively for a limited time at iTunes. Ah. But uh, I heard the whole album, it's pretty good. And it's it's cool to finally hear Gentleman on Leisure, because Jimmy's been talking about having recorded that song for years, it seems like. I can't remember when I first saw the mention of him recording it. But it's been a while and we finally we finally get a studio recording of Gentlemen of Leisure. I have to pick that up. Yeah, no, I want that. And that's it.
1: No (laughs) joke.